Welcome to another episode of Point Counterpoint. I'm your host, Chris Wright, and I am coming to you live from the University of St. Thomas campus radio. It's been a it's been a week. It's been a week. <laughs> Stuff happened. Um and life continued. I think that's a pretty good pretty good breakdown of what happened. <laughs> but anyway, welcome to to Point Counterpoint, the podcast that nobody that nobody asked for, but everybody needed. <laughs> everybody wanted it, but they just didn't know they wanted it until it existed. And that's what I call a beautiful job at marketing. <laughs> but yeah, what give give it up for Kevin Malmsten. The guest of last week if you want to go and check that one out. Yeah, if you want to give this episode a pause and go back and listen to that. Or if you already listened to it, then uh I don't know what to tell you. Good job. Well done. Well, well done. I bet I can find something to talk about. I bet I can. How about we actually let's start with I recently watched an interesting documentary about alcohol Netflix one um, and here. I thought it was very interesting it talked about a bunch of different you know uh, misconceptions about it and you know, tried to bust some myths and stuff and you know what's the best hangover reliever and uh, what what alcohol is also get give the worst hangovers and such and just a couple quick things I wanted to mention was uh, one of the things that can give a worse hangover is the alcohols that are higher in congeners yeah, con congeners, con um, which is, uh, a m uh, the definition is a minor, minor chemical constituent, especially one that gives a distinctive character to a wine or liquor or is responsible for some of its physiological effects. And so it's more present in, you know, like red wines and brandies, the darker stuff. Um, and they do tend to be more of the, of the cause of like a hangover, you know, or like a headache. That being said, there still are the positive benefits of red wine. That's just not one of them. However, 
you can still get those same benefits of the red wine by just eating the proper foods with the same stuff in them. Like uh, there's various nuts and stuff like that that have the same. Hold on a second. There, there. Ah, that's much better. I like sitting here in the dark. <laughs> I don't know why. It's not good for my eyes. That's actually a bad idea. <laughs> it was better when these Christmas lights were more, were, more of them were still good. There only, now there's only three of those on. You know what? I'm going to turn them back on. Okay, where was I? <laughs> I am... I'm the poster child for professionalism. <laughs> what was the other one? Um... So he also talks about the French paradox, a catchphrase first used in the late 1980s that summarizes the apparently paradoxical epidemiological observation that French people have relatively low incidence of coronary heart disease, which, ha while having a diet relatively rich in saturated fats and apparently contradiction to the widely held belief that the high consumption of such fats is at risk, is a risk factor for uh, CHD. The paradox is that if the thesis linking saturated facts to CHD is valid, the French ought to have higher rates of CHD than comparable countries where the per capita con consumption of such fats is lower. It's also been suggested that the paradox is an illusion crea created in part by the differences in the way that French authorities collect health statistics as compared to other countries and in part uh, by the long-term effects in coronary health by French citizens of changes and dietary patterns, which were adopted years later. Nevertheless, the French diet may be considered to be a type of Mediterranean diet, which has fairly well-established benefits. I've also seen that the Mediterranean diet is mainly healthier just because it emphasizes smaller portion sizes. Like, if you were to try a Mediterranean diet, but with American portions, it's not that healthy. <laughs> it's just really high in carbohydrates. But you know, if you can lower the portions, like that's one of the problems with the American diet. We eat really big portions. It's just disgusting portions. <laughs> 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 but we're fun. We are fun. But yeah, it's largely shown to be not really the case. That red wine is particularly healthier than other non-alcoholic things. But you know, alcohol can also increase the amount that you eat. Uh, when they compared 
two groups, one that drank beer and one that drank near beer. Um, the ones drinking beer ate more food. I think I want to go next into a little song that's kind of fun. Glory, glory, hallelujah, His truth is marching on. This is a strange but true story which proves that history does repeat itself. And the events depicted here happened just 100 years apart. Both President Lincoln and President Kennedy were concerned with the issue of civil rights. Lincoln was elected in 1860. Kennedy was elected in 1960, 100 years apart. Both were shot from behind in the head. Their successors, both named Johnson, were Southern Democrats with seats in the Senate. Andrew Johnson was born in 1808. Lyndon Johnson was born in 1908, 100 years apart. John Wilkes Booth, the man that shot Lincoln, was born in 1839. Lee Harvey Oswald, the man that shot Kennedy, was born in 1939, 100 years apart. Booth and Oswald were Southerners, favoring unpopular ideas. Booth and Oswald were both assassinated before going to trial. Both presidents' wives lost children through death while in the White House. Both presidents were killed on a Friday and in the presence of their wives. President Lincoln's secretary, whose name was Kennedy, advised him not to go to the theater. President Kennedy's secretary, whose name was Lincoln, advised him not to go to Dallas. John Wilkes Booth shot Lincoln in a theater and ran to a warehouse. Lee Harvey Oswald shot Kennedy from a warehouse and ran to a theater. The names Lincoln and Kennedy each contain seven letters. The names Andrew Johnson and Lyndon Johnson each contain 15 letters. The names John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald each contain 15 letters. And friends, it is true. History does repeat itself. couple facts in there that were questionable like uh, I think it was Kennedy that di didn't actually have a secretary that we're aware of that had the name of Lincoln or was it the other way around um, and then oftentimes in versions of that at the end they'll mention a, a fact which was um, not technically true but it's kind of it's kind of humorous it's a uh, a week before, a week before L Lincoln was in Ford's Theater, he was in um, he was in Monroe, Maryland. A week before Kennedy was in te was in Texas, he was in Maryland, Monroe. <laughs> Which of course can't be true because uh, Marilyn Monroe died about a, a year earlier, I believe. Let me see. 
Marilyn Monroe died in 1962, and Kennedy was shot in. It was 1963, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the question. The critical question I have for y'all. Was Kennedy shot by a lone assassin? Or was he shot by, some say the, the CIA. Others, uh, perhaps this theory is more credible. Perhaps the mafia were involved. They were very powerful at the time. They certainly certainly weren't huge fans of Kennedy. And that's not to say that Oswald, Oswald wasn't involved. It's just to say that this, this theory, which I'm not endorsing, just holds that he was not the only one. That there, was a, there was a man by the name of uh, John Roselli. was a mobster, uh, also known as John Handsome Johnny Roselli. Uh, he was an influential mobster for the Chicago outfit who helped that the, the organization control Hollywood and the Las Vegas Strip. In the early 1960s, Roselli was recruited by the Central Intelligence Agency in a plot to assassinate Cuban leader Fidel Castro. He believed in he is believed and suspected by the by the FBI and many other conspiracy theorists to have played a major role in the assassination of JFK. Born nineteen oh five, disappeared nineteen seventy six, and then he, he and then he died uh, uh, a month later in August. How did he die? On October 9th, 1976, his, his decomposing body was found by a fish. I'm sorry, this is graphic. Was found by a fisherman in a 55-gallon steel fuel drum floating in a dumbfounding bay near Miami, Florida. He died of asphyxiation. Uh, investigators federal investigators suggested he may have been killed by Chicago mobsters for keeping an unfair share of the mob's gambling interests in Las Vegas at the behest of some members of the U.S. Senate, U.S. Attorney General Edward H. Levy, instructed the FBI to find out if Roselli's earlier testimony regarding the CIA plot to assassinate Castro may have led to his murder. All right, I'm going to read from some other allegations. After his death, journalists uh, Jack Anderson and Les Witten published an editorial stating that Roselli had told associates that individuals he had recruited to kill Castro had had been turned by the, the Cuban leader to assassinate JFK. Bill Bonanno, the son of Cosa Nostra, mafia boss Joseph Bonanno, uh, claimed in his 1999 memoir, Bound by Honor, a mafioso story, that he had discussed the assassination of Kennedy with Roselli and implicated him as the primary hitman in a conspiracy instigated by the mob. 
According to Bonanno, Roselli fired at Kennedy from a storm drain on Elm Street. In 2006, the Discovery Channel aired an hour-long television documentary entitled Conspiracy Files of JFK. Based on the information in the book Ultimate Sacrifice by Lamore Waldron, the, the program asserted that Roselli was responsible for framing Abram, Abraham Bolton, who was arrested the day before he was, appe- he was a, to appear before the Warden Commission. In 2010, Playboy magazine published an article by Hill, Hillel Levin in which Roselli was also implicated in the assassination of Robert Tosh, plummeting and James Files, inmate with the Illinois Department of Corrections. Back, backtrack a little bit. After the Cuban Revolution in January 1959, Fidel Castro closed down the casinos that the mob operated in Cuba and attempted to drive the mobsters out of the country. This made Roselli, Chicago outfit boss Sam Giachana, and Tampa boss Santo Traficante amenable to the idea of killing Castro. According to the family Jewels, Documents released in 2007, members of the, t- of the American Mafia were involved in CIA attempts to assassinate Cuban leader Fidel Castro. The documents showed that in September 1960, the CIA recruited Matthew Mahu, an ex-FBI agent and aide to Howard Hughes in Las Vegas, to approach Roselli under the pretense of representing international corporations that wanted Castro dead due to wa- lost gambling interests. Roselli introduced Mahu to uh, mobster leaders Sam Giacana and Sam Santo Traficante Jr., supplied with six poison pills from the CAA. GF Giannacana and Traficante tried unsuccessfully to have people place the poison in Castro's food. Further attempts were canceled soon a- thereafter due to the Bay of Pigs invasion, April 1961. 1963, Frank Sinatra sponsored Roselli to, for membership in the in the exclusive Los Angeles Friars Club. Soon after his acceptance, Roselli discovered an elaborate card-cheating operation run by one of the lo- his Las Vegas friends, Maurice Friedman, and asked for his cut. The card-cheating was finally discovered in July 1967 by FBI agents t- uh, tailing Roselli. Scores of wealthy men, including millionaire Harry Carl, the husband of actress Debbie Reynolds, and actor Zeppo Marx, were by were were uh, were built out of millions of dollars. Grant B. Cooper represents some of the defense in the case, including Roselli. Roselli was eventually convicted and fined fifty five thousand dollars. During the trial, secret grand jury transcripts were discovered in the defense attorney's table. Cooper eventually pleaded guilty to contempt con- contempt for possession of documents. 1960s, the Immigration and Naturalization Services had also tried to deport Roselli, although they were unsuccessful. Okay, and if you're aware of what happened that day, after, uh, oh, another thing, um, after another part of the song that I don't believe they mentioned was um, after after Booth shot Lincoln in a theater, he ran to a warehouse. After Oswald shot Kennedy in a warehouse, he ran to a theater. Um, but after he shot him, and it was a 
couple days later, I believe, um, than Jack Ruby, uh, you know, a nightclub owner in Dallas, shot. Shot Oswald. On November 24th, Ruby drove into town with his pet dachshund, Sheba, whom he would often jokingly refer to as his wife, to send an emergency money over at the Western Union on Main Street to one of his employees. The timestamp of completion for the cash transaction and the money ordered was 11.17 a.m. Ruby then walked one half block to the nearby Dallas Police Headquarters, where he made his way into the basement via either the main street ramp or the stairway accessible from the alleyway next to the Dallas Municipal Building. At 11.21 a.m. Central Time, while authorities were escorting Oswald through the police basement to an armored car that was to, ta that was to take him to the nearby county jail, Ruby stepped out of the crowd and reporters with, a, with his 38 Colt, Colt Cobra revolver aimed at Oswald's abdomen and fired a single round at point-blank range, mortally wounding him. The bullet entered Oswald's left side in the, in the front of the abdomen and caused damage to his spleen, stomach, aorta, vena cava, kidney, liver, diaphragm, and 11th rib before coming to rest on his right side. Roswald made a cry of anguish and his manacled hands clutched at his abdomen as he writhed with pain and he slumped to the concrete pavement. When he, when he moaned several times, police detective Billy Combest suddenly recognized Ruby and, and exclaimed, Jack, you son of a bitch! Ruby was immediately subdued by agents and police. A moaning Oswald was carried back into the, into the basement level jail office. He lost consciousness shortly thereafter, taken by his ambulance to the Parkland Memorial Hospital, the same hospital where President Kennedy had been pronounced dead two days earlier. Oswald died at 1.07 p.m. The crowd outside the headquarters burst into applause when they heard that Oswald had been shot. A network television pool camera was broadcasting live to cover the transfer. Millions of people watching on NBC witnessed the shooting as it happened and on the networks within minutes afterward. Several photographs were taken of the events just before and after Ruby pulled the trigger. In 1964, Robert H. Jackson of the Dallas Times-Herald was awarded the Pulitzer Prize for photography for its image of the shooting of Lee Harvey Oswald by Jack Ruby. And here I'm looking at a the photo of him shooting. There. 
Jack Ruby, originally known as, ja as Jacob Rubenstein, operated strip joints and, and dance halls in Dallas and had minor connections to organized crime. He also had a relationship with a number of Dallas policemen, which amounted to, to various favors in exchange for leniency in their monitoring of his establishments. This features prominently in, Ke in Kennedy assassination theories, and many believed he killed Oswald to keep him from revealing a larger conspiracy. In his trial, Ruby denied the allegation and pleaded in innocent on the grounds that his grief, his great grief over Kennedy's murder had caused him to suffer psychomotor epilepsy and shoot Oswald unconsciously. That's an interesting cover story. The jury found, it, found him guilty of the murder by the malice of Oswald and sentenced him to die. On, in October 1966, the, tech, the Texas Court of Appeals reversed the decision on the grounds of, imp of improper admission of testimony and the fact that Ruby could not have received a fair trial in Dallas at the time. In January 1967, while awaiting new trial to be held in Wichita Files, Ruby died of lung cancer in the, a Dallas hospital. The other Warren Commission repor report of 1964 concluded that neither Oswald nor Ruby were part of a larger conspiracy, either domestic or international, to assassinate President Kennedy. Despite its seeming, seemingly firm conclusions, the report failed to silence conspiracy theories surrounding the event, and in 1978, the House Select Commi Committee on Assassinations conclu concluding in a preliminary report that Kennedy was probably assassinated as a result of conspiracy that may have involved multiple shooters and organized crime. The committee's findings, as with those of Warren Commission, continue to be widely disputed. Hmm. It's just one of those things that we'll never know with certainty. But they're not going to find proof that he was certain that he was definitely killed by conspiracy. Okay. Another s somewhat similar topic. Um, first of all, before I get to that, um, as I've said before, I'm sc I'm skeptical of these types of things. Just because in order in order to keep something this big down and not allow anybody to receive the c this kind of information. To not let and to not let it get out to anybody. Everybody has to keep their mouth shut, and people are pretty bad at that, especially when you when a larger number of people know what happened. But it's fun for people to think of conspiracies, and so they naturally do. 
They're just fun. It doesn't mean they're true. It just means they're fun to think about. Like the idea that Bobby Kennedy killed Marilyn Monroe. Because she had had an affair with both he, with both him, and JFK. And that part is true. But and of course she uh, she was known to have you know kind of a mouth. She uh, she would she would uh, she when she got to yapping you know. In fact, here's a. There. Here's a famous. Mr. President, <coughs> on this occasion of your birthday, this lovely lady is not only punctilious but punctual and also this this is kind of relevant because uh it is my birthday tomorrow so let's pretend that Marilyn Monroe is singing to me <laughs> Mr. President Marilyn Monroe <laughs> A woman about whom <laughs> she wasn't there. It truly may be said she needs no introduction. But let me just say, <laughs> here she is. But I'll give her an introduction anyway, Mr. President, because in the history of show business, perhaps there has been no one female who meant so much, who has done more. Here she comes late. Mr. President, the late Marilyn Monroe.
President of the United States. retire from politics after having had a happy birthday sung to me in such a sweet, wholesome way. that she wasn't going to keep her mouth shut. In fact, at one point, she uh, had made some calls to her ex-husband, Joe DiMaggio, to come help her. They're going to kill her. He didn't respond. He didn't do anything. And she was found dead. Maybe it's here. God, I don't want to sign up for a newsletter. Let's see. Why is it doing so weird?
Yeah. Yeah. Um, crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. But go moving on a little bit. Um, Seventy-five-year-old claims uh, that is uh, Gianni Russo says says Marilyn Monroe's death was orchestrated by Robert Kennedy to hide her involvement with John F. Kennedy. Seventy-five-year-old claims he had an on-and-off affair with Hollywood legend Monroe, beginning when he was sixteen and she was thirty-three. Russo has a photo of the two of them together at the Cal Neva Lodge, a resort on the California Nevada border, taken just three days before her death on October August fifth, nineteen sixty-two. He says the man behind the camera, Chicago crime boss Sam Giancana. It was taken three days before she was found dead in Los Angeles of what coroners deemed to be a drug overdose. Russo claims the mob and Giancana were after Monroe to get the president. John were after Monroe to get to President John F. Kennedy. According to Daily Mail, the ale the alleged plan was to film Monroe in a threesome with JFK and Robert Kennedy, and use the tape to blackmail the president into invading Cuba and returning the island's casinos to organized criminals. However, the president was never sh never showed up at the resort. Russo claims Monroe learned of the plot and threatened to report the mob to the media. When the when Robert Kennedy heard of Monroe's plan, he plotted her death to stop her, says Russo. It had to be Bobby. No one else would ki would kill her. The mob not the mob would not have done it. They they like her. She was the party girl. She, uh, give her a couple pearls, a couple of drinks, and she'll fuck everyone. He says a guy known as a doctor, a killer for the hire, an actual MD. He had done major hits for the mob, injected air into the vein near Maryland's pubic region. She died of an embolism, but it looked like drugs to the coroner. Yeah. Dark stuff. All right, a little happier turn now. This is how different pre U.S. presidents' voices sound like, or the ones that we have. Benjamin Harrison. Benjamin Harrison. I was president of the first American Congress. I went. Grover, Grover Cleveland. William McKinley. Fellow citizens, recent events have imposed upon the patriotic people of this country. Roosevelt, the Theodore. The big bosses of the political field, the beneficiaries of privilege in the field of industry, the men who. I am willing to. William Taft. Admit that war has accomplished much in the progress of the world. I'm willing to admit that there are certain crises. There never was. Woodrow Wilson. Time when impatience and suspicion were more keenly aroused by private power selfishly employed. When jealousy of everything concealed or touched with. Harding. Warren. Herman, the first flaming torch of Americanism 
was lighted in framing the federal constitution in the sale of his Coolidge, Kelvin. Produce, no matter how low the price to pay his taxes, the manufacturer, the professional man. Herbert Hoover. Thus can opportunity and the spiritual future today. FDR. December 7th, 1941. A date which will live in infamy. City, whose Truman industries feed the Japanese war machine. If the Japanese insist on continuing resistance beyond the point of reason, their country will suffer the same destruction as Germany. Our blows will destroy their whole modern industrial plant and organization. I do not know Eisenhower. whether the rest of you in this audience have been able to make that same tour. But uh, it is like nothing else so much, in my mind, as the uh, radar room in a, a big battleship or some other complex thing that really is entirely beyond my comprehension. Its conquest deserves the best of all mankind. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. All Americans must have the privileges of citizenship, regardless of race. And they are going to have those privileges of citizenship, regardless of race. Okay, and then you know the rest of them. <laughs> you probably knew some of the ones I showed as well, obviously. Uh, mis mistake in this video, I don't know why it says it, but for some reason it says that his name is John Franklin Kennedy. That's obviously wrong. Everybody knows it's wrong. Like it's pretty obvious it's Fitzgerald. I don't know who. Let's see if anybody notices it in the comments. There, right there. Okay. Okay. That's fun. So, the election, that's a, that's just a, ma a massive mess. So, Biden got more electoral votes, there is a recount. I don't think there's a, any major fraud to speak of, I, it's just, unless something weird happens, it's gonna be Biden that wins. And Trump's just being Trump.
but I concede nothing. But we'll see what happens. You know, obviously there's a concern that he doesn't leave willingly. That wouldn't be, that would not be fun to see. More likely option is he never concedes formally, but he goes, I'm going to leave for the American people so that they can have peace. And then he leaves and he writes, writes a couple, a couple books talking about how he was cheated out of the election and maybe he tries again in 2024, which makes him really old for president. And then starts up his own podcast and just does Trump. <laughs> That sounds about, that sounds pretty accurate. But yeah. Um, so it looks like uh, Tr President Biden, um, as of, as of now, um, he's gonna, he's probably gonna be a pretty, pretty lame duck president. Just because the Republicans aren't gonna work with him. Um, there's a lot of Democrats that won't work with, with him either, including like, uh, the squad, like AOC and Ilhan Omar, those those folks. Um, cause, cause that's the whole the, the the whole dynamics between within his own party. Plus, the Republicans aren't gonna want to work with him, so he's just gonna be kind of sitting out on his own. So it'll be <laughs> it'll be interesting. Next four years. Yeah, I'm done with politics now. It's not fun anymore. I'm, th I'm thinking for the next episode, I'm just going to hurt myself on video and just let you watch me in pain. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I would definitely get taken down for that. <laughs> I don't want it to. I'm not a masochist, okay? I don't need pain inflicted on me. <laughs> just, just so you realize that was a joke. It was, it was all a joke. I would never do that to myself. I like myself too much. Yeah. Let's just do it. Oh no! I got rigged again. Ugh. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I.
this video rap battle Joe Biden. rap battle Joe Biden versus Donald Trump Barsha. It's the DJT, getting it on. Your Teflon Don on the White House lawn. Against wimps like you, I'll win a third time. Your campaign's like your family. Crash and burn. Hit looting and violence will keep the MAGA movement quiet. <laughs> Is this me? That's a riot. Why'd you step behind the gym? I'll be standing by. See how tough you are against the 45. Uh, I should've hoped for your whole party. Bigger than the one I blew through, cause I'm Solomani. Uh, then I go and bone on Milani. Uh, I'm gonna smash you, Joe. Like I've got all the best cognition with all the top grammar. I'm not a little girl's shoulders, so you can't touch this MC stammer. You're a disaster inciting hysteria. You say I'm selling hate in America, you're selling hate in America. Like with Hillary, the people aren't swayed. Just Barack's shadow, and I don't really like the shade. The pain of losing loved ones is something I've seen. So I know how you must have felt when they killed Jeffrey Epstein. Rap lyrics just ain't for you. You should stick love letters for Kim Jong-un. You're a wrestling heel. Nothing about you's real. Bitch, you didn't even really write the art of the deal. But you tapped into the rage of red mad hatters. Well, let me tell you, Trump, all lies matter. Uh, I don't want to defund no police. I picked a DA for my VP. I'm not a communist. I'm not a socialist. I'm just an old ass man with some decency. My watch is tear gas from law enforcement. I'll keep America great. You'll unleash your teeth and keep America like Portland's hat. Ain't nothing gonna beat me. No person, woman, man, camera, TV. Eh, they impeached me. I still walked out of D.C. looking peachy. You got the sloppy Joe, but no beef. The only white privilege I see are those teeth. Maybe teach your son a thing or two about life. Like there's no hunting season for your dead brother's wife. You and your mask and your Knight Rider shades are getting revoked like your Roe versus Wade. There's no blue wave. Forget it, not coming. Like I tell criminals, Joe, stop running. Was Brianna Taylor running? Hmm? You dog whistling fool. I think your daddy would finally be proud of you. He was a racist asshole, too. What's this malarkey? Oh, yeah. Keep at it and you'll end up in jail, hoss. I'll take you down like a mule. And you're a mailbox. From all your wives to the SATs. Everything you ever did, you just had to cheat. Cause you're too insecure to even look like a loser. You're the worst damn Republican since Herbert Hoover. But you scooped up a sycophantic homophobe loser. Remember, came the Constitution's domestic abuser. 200,000 deaths lying at your door. You think they're suckers like McCain in the Marine Corps. Sometimes I can't tell for which side you're rooting. When we go high, you go down on poop. Oh, truth is, you're scared to lose. You got nothing in the bank that I owe you. You whine about balance like a bitch. But the only thing that's rigged is taxes for the rich. Huh. You're a freeloader. Change your name to Trump. My campaign grab enough. You can't get down a ramp. I'm pulling away faster than your wife's hand. For the love of democracy. Will you shut up, man? That's a good stopping point right there. <laughs> a terrible topping stopping point, and that's where I'm gonna. That's why I'm gonna stop because sometimes it's fun to leave it at a point that you don't want to leave it at. <laughs> so yeah, 
It's been lit, fam. Namaste. See you on the other side, fillers. Thank you.